Yo. What's up, creatives, music producers, mixing and mastering engineers? This is Derek Durish with the 10K Music Podcast, bringing you a podcast about audio, recording, mixing and mastering, and music. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, share, like, rate, and review this podcast. Do it for me. Help me grow. I'm trying to be number one. And I can't do that. Well, I can't do that without y'all. So, let's put in a team effort and get it done. I am currently broadcasting from 10K Music Studios in Crown Point, Indiana. Uh, Beautiful town. Nice town. Nice and quiet. Nice, cozy, cozy studio environment. Um, This is episode six, the hangover episode. Derek, why are you calling it the hangover episode? Well, because I'm still fucking hungover from my 30th birthday party. It was a nice party. I don't know, maybe 50 people showed up. They all left with full stomachs. We had a lot of food. A lot of them left drunk some drunker than others um and well your boy Derek got a little sloppy towards the end of the night and the thing is is my party started at four and so from four to about 8 30 p.m I was really just running around um talking to everybody I was kind of like a bride at, at her wedding you know you don't really get to sit down and enjoy yourself you're moving around table to table talking to folks, thanking them for coming, making sure they're getting taken care of, they're eating, they're drinking properly, you know, made sure they were getting treated good. So from 4 o'clock to about 8.30, I had about maybe two and a half beers and two shots of straight Jameson whiskey, okay? And with that and all the food in my stomach, I was not drunk at all. I was buzzing a little bit, but the thing was, is I was moving around so much, I was like sweating it out. However, from the hours of 9 to like 11, your boy went waka flocka with it, hard in the paint, and he made up for lost time. And I'll tell you what, by about 11.30, all that shit hit me. And I think from about 10 to 10.30, I I went on a a Joe DiMaggio-esque hitting streak when it came to shooting whiskey. I was shooting whiskey left and right. Straight Jameson, straight Crown. Watched it all go down and watched it all come back up at the end of the night, which is another story. So I had fun. I had a great time. Um... At the end of the night, I'll talk about this because this is pretty funny. I know this isn't really music related, but for me, I don't get drunk a lot. I don't really drink that much. I'm a social drinker. Have a couple beers with some friends. Have a couple beers with some neighbors. But these are a series of events that happened that night. First event. I... Went to go take a piss. Okay. I went to go take a piss. And well, because I had some people not show up who I really wanted to show up, I was a little upset. Okay. 
So what I did was, I tried taking a Snapchat of me pissing in my toilet and sending it to all those people who couldn't come. And I tried to, I had my, my wife made a Snapchat filter. And shout out to my wife for throwing me this party. She put together a hell of a party. So I tried to swipe right to put in my Snapchat filter, my custom Snapchat filter. And I went to go swipe right. The phone went in the toilet before I flushed it. Therefore, my iPhone 6 was soaked in fucking piss. And, well, it ended up destroyed. So I haven't been with I have been without a phone since uh, Saturday night or early Sunday morning. So that was event one. Event two, we're out in the garage, we're playing a little Pink Floyd, uncomfortably numb. And you know, even if you don't know that song, you know that song. You know what I'm saying? And well, I've been learning that song on guitar, on acoustic, for like the last week and a half. Because I've been listening to a lot of the Aaron Lewis, uh, the uh, stained version of that song, the stained cover, and uh, it's an amazing cover. So I thought my drunk ass could bring out the acoustic guitar and play it, and well, I did not have the motor skills to play the fucking guitar, but I did not have the motor skills to hold the guitar, and therefore, I dropped my, I don't know, 25, 30 year old acoustic guitar that has been handed down by my father to me and my brother to practice, to play with. So, yeah, so that was event number two. Event number three... The nightcap, the end of the night, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, everyone's gone, and well, your boy got a little sloppy. I was a hot mess. Uh, It ended with me throwing up all up in the toilet, the same toilet I dropped my phone in, Um, and I was down on all fours for so long throwing up in this toilet, my legs fell asleep, okay? My legs fell asleep, and I was so drunk, and when I get drunk, I'm a bitch, I'm a little bitch. Okay, and when I'm hungover, I'm a little bitch, but I'm real dramatic, and my fucking legs fell asleep, and next thing I remember, I'm screaming, help me, I can't feel my legs, I can't feel my fucking legs, and well, at that point in time, my wife walked to the bathroom, looked at me in disgust, and pretty much said, fuck it, he's on his own, I'm going to bed, so that was my Saturday night. Uh, that's what's been going on with me, and yeah, just felt like I had to share that. I, it's I look like a damn fool, and uh, but I don't know. Don't drink, kids, and if you do, drink in moderation. All right, but like I said, that's not me, really. It's you know, you only turn thirty once, right? The dirty thirty, and I got dirty at the end of the night. It got real dirty, got real ugly. So. The last two songs that have played in this podcast are some rock songs I, I wrote, made, and recorded here at 10K Music. Um, I'm very proud of these rock songs. Uh, I feel like they all kick ass. They're all special to me. And I hope you enjoy them as you're listening to this podcast. Um, things I want to talk about on this podcast. I did get my focus right. Um, 18i20. It is hooked up, installed. And I am currently using it. And I figured out how to route everything in the Focusrite um, control, which is their control system uh, to set up everything in my fo- in your interface in the Focusrite. So with that, um, I've got everything running through the headphones properly. 
Got everything running through the monitors properly. The first song ever played on the Focusrite 18i20 was Ric Flair Drip by Amigos. And I was bumping that shit. And I'll tell you what, the Focusrite output is so much, it sounds louder than my complete Audio 6. And I know with the Focusrite, um, it's actually powered by a, a cable, by a plug, and USB. So you get a little bit more power going to the system going to the interface and uh it, it makes a huge difference and i can tell i can tell in the audio right now um just by hearing it back in the headphones um everything sounds crisper i just put on a song i've been mixing for like the last six weeks and uh i have not done with it but i played it back and it sounds it did sound good through the complete audio six and not through the focus right it's it sounds different and it's like tripping me out because now I got to go back into the song and mix it. But definitely an upgrade. I'm excited to use this thing more. I wanted to test it out tonight with the podcast, with the vocal recording, uh, see how crisp it, it is, and uh, just kind of play with the features and the gain knobs on the preamps and the pad buttons and, you know, all that jazz. So, but your boy is upgrading his gear. I am growing 10K music studios is growing um slowly but surely you know rome was built in a day so i'm gonna keep grinding um until i'm the greatest right that's my goals so how's everyone else been doing how's your mixing going how's your projects how's your beats um hit me up email me hit me up on ig soundcloud wherever and uh send me some of your music i'll play it on the show if you want to come on and talk music production mixing and engineering please hit me up um let's see one thing i wanted to talk about for this week's podcast was um the creative rut right the writer's block the beat making block okay all those producers and beat makers get it from time to time songwriters get it um what do you do to get out of it you know what what are some things you do to try to avoid it? Do you constantly make shit all the time? Do you uh, do you maybe not make anything for weeks and then, uh, you know, take some time off and just kind of do your own thing and, you know, take care of what life throws at you and, you know, go about your daily routine without making anything for weeks and then come back when you feel inspired? Um, do you watch videos? Do you listen to music? You know, do you try to find that inspiration somewhere else that helps you create beats or continue to write songs? Um, reason I bring this up is I've been in a creative rut lately with the beat making. Uh, probably for the last, I don't know, four or five weeks or so, I really haven't made any beats. And I'm finding myself um, kind of doubting my abilities to make beats. And I am confident in my beats. I think my beats are very good. I think some of them are great. I think some are better than others. Some are trash. I'll be honest. You know, we all got that trash shit out there, right? We all put out trash shit sometimes. Um, but it's part of the learning experience. It's part of the growing experience. So my thing is, is I feel um, I've been doubting myself because, you know, I really haven't had too much success with selling beats and even giving beats away. I always find myself coming across the same thing. Guys say my beats are hot. I send them my beats. They don't use them. 
I've had uh, some success with the Braided R right now, with the Plan B project. Uh, every beat on that album so far is mine. It's fucking awesome. I'm grateful for that. I appreciate it. And I'm going hard focusing on that album and making beats for that. Um, but even with that album, now I'm starting to find, uh, I'm starting to hit like a wall. And so I'm trying to get out of that wall. And uh, maybe I might start doing things a little, some unorthodox shit that I usually don't do. To try to find some inspiration. Um, maybe try to create more of my urban guitar music stuff for the rest of that record. Um, which is a, a style I kind of um, composed of a lot of ambient sounds, uh, reverbs, delays, and live guitars, and sometimes live bass, uh, so I might go with that, but I've been doubting myself because, you know, I watch, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm trying to find my niche, right? All these podcasts they talk about, if you're running a home studio, you know, find what you're really good at. Find your niche. And so, is your niche mixing? Is your niche mastering? Are you, is your niche recording and tracking? Um, what is your niche? And stick with that and specialize in that one thing. The thing is, is with technology and how us producers and engineers have all this technology at our fingertips, we can be a Swiss Army knife. We can track, we can record, we can... Um, engineered mic up drum sets in our homes in our basements in our bedrooms um, if you have commercial studios and rent ones out you can do it there um, but we can literally track mix produce mix master a whole entire project and it's awesome and I know I love doing it having my hands in the whole process um, I think it's special I think it takes a special person to be able to um start a project work on a project from start to finish all the way through and not have anybody else's hand touch it um but uh so i've been doubting myself with the beat making because i feel like it's my weakest my weakest part of me is beat making and i feel like i'm stronger in the areas of mixing and mastering and tracking and i really love mixing i think that's that's my favorite because that's to me that's where the fun's at you can add effects, you can pan stuff. Um, I love tracking too. Tracking is cool because you can get creative with tracking. You can quad track, double track things. Um, I know with rappers and stuff, uh, I'm big on the, the hooks sounding different from the verses. So whether that be applying um, an effect, maybe a flanger, a phaser, some kind of heavy delay or reverb, or even something as simple as having them quad track a hook, and taking two takes and putting them straight down the middle and then taking the third take and panning it all the way to the left taking that fourth take panning it all to the right to spread it out um, and not spread it out with like an S1 imager but to actually track it out and spread it out panning it wise I, I believe or using a doubler and spreading it out which like the waves doubler um, you can do that too but I, I like, I like to, to track it I want it tracked, okay? I don't want to have to go in there with a doubler. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of the doubler plug-in. I think it sounds too artificial. I want that um, natural sound. And so I usually have my guys quad track their hooks if it calls for it. Um, and then if I got a singer, a guy who kind of raps, sings like I have in the past, and if we're doing eight takes, 
on a hook where he's given me maybe um, two regular kind of um, singing vocal takes and then he's given me two highs and two lows and different melodies and and maybe he's lowering or hiring his octaves then I'll you know spread those out accordingly but I like to have um, shit to play with in the hook so that that's what I like about the mix uh, that's what I like about the tracking is that you're you're able to do that um, but the mixing is fun to me the mastering um, I feel like I'm very strong in ma- I feel like I'm strong in mastering I feel like I have a uh, a lot to learn still in all those those uh, subjects you know and all those different aspects of audio um, we're all learning right but I know I you know uh, I, I've always been going with the goodwill hunting approach i was never able to go to audio school for this shit so uh i'm learning on the fly i'm learning as i go i'm watching youtube videos and reading articles and uh listening to my peers and the 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 slate audio file communities and the you know avid pro tools communities and i'm just you know uh, absorbing all this knowledge and about mixing and mastering and um i know there's guys that specialize in mastering that blow me out the water you know, but I feel like my mastering is, is definitely strong, and it's strong enough to where I can bring a guy in here, record, mix, and master his song, and he'll be satisfied with it. Um, I like to really think I'm confident. I'm really confident in those those subjects. Um, so yeah, so that's it's kind of like where I've been with the creative rut kind of thing when it comes to the beat making, um, doubting myself because of my past experiences with artists. And maybe I just really haven't found too many artists who appreciate the kind of beats I make because they are not trendy. They are not what's hip today. They are different. And uh, to me, like, I'm looking, I need that artist who can take a beat and elevate it. A great artist will take a mediocre beat and elevate it. And you're seeing that a lot today. There's a lot of great artists out there today in rap and even the mumble rappers. Like, just the, the way they record and the artistry and the, even though they're, lyrics or their content ain't really the greatest but it's like they're able to take a mediocre beat and they're able to record a vocal to it and elevate that beat and make it a hit song so i think that's the one thing we can learn from that but that's why i believe i need an artist who can take my beats and elevate it to the next level with their own style i think that's what i'm really gonna have to look for um and i'm hoping i find it and if that's rated r which uh, so far it seems to be, um, then that's fucking awesome. Um, and I love it. And I'm going to keep grinding for that project. But um, so it's that, you know, with the artist things. But then it's just trying to find my niche more, I feel like. You know, I, I only have so many time during the day to work on audio and to make music. And uh, so for me, it's like, should I just focus on the mixing you know, and when I'm not making a beat for three hours, if I don't have anything to mix, I go and learn about mixing and I go and try to find some mixing contest or I try to find some videos to watch things like that um, is what I can do when I don't have work and yet I have free time and I don't want to make beats because I'm in a rut or whatever. But yeah, so that's I don't want to ramble on, but that's where I'm at with that. I'm trying to find my niche. Um, I still feel like I'm going to have, I have a long way to go to find my niche um, in one of these areas. And right now my beat making, I'm making shit for rated R plan B and that's it. I'm not really focused on making beats for anybody else. However, however, 
I have had the opportunity in the last in the recent weeks to supply music for a new YouTube um, video series. Go check it out. The YouTube name is O G Da Beast D A Beast D A B E A S T O G Da Beast on YouTube. If you're into uh, sports like NBA, NFL, he talks a lot about those sports. And his first episode was about uh, Bill Russell and whether or not he's the most overrated superstar ever. It was very informative. I learned a lot from it. My music wasn't in that first episode, but he said on the second episode he's going to use my shit. And I sent him like seven or eight beats. So I told him, you know, have fun with him. Use him whenever he can. I know the guy. He's recorded with me back at my uh, Steger house before. So I'm uh, happy to help my peers out and supply some music for their YouTube channel. And hopefully it brings, uh, you know, some recognition to me. And maybe I get some guys to come to me for, who knows, beats maybe, um, if not recording. Helps me get my name out there. It's promotion, right? Which is dope. Um, Another thing I want to talk about. Let's see. I had this other thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about something... Um, a new record that I listened to that's inspired me right now and is inspiring me as an engineer to um, experiment with reverbs and delays. And uh, it's The Weeknd's new album, My Dear Melancholy. Uh, I'm not fact-checking that, but My Dear Melancholy, new, the new Weekend album just came out Friday. Uh, I was able to listen to it on my way to get some chairs from my party on Saturday. Uh, it's only six tracks. But I just want to thank The Weeknd for coming out with an album that sounds like a weekend album. It is dark. It is edgy. It's about sex, uh, drugs, the nightlife, all that stuff that made The Weeknd The Weeknd. He sings about it. The vibe is the weekend vibe that we all learned to love from House of Balloons to Trilogy um, and... And many more of his tracks, and uh, I fuck with Starboy. Starboy was a great record. I thought it was a little, little more poppy. Still, I liked it. I liked it, but uh, you know that raw weekend sound is what I really love. And when I listen to music, and I don't know if this goes for you, but when I listen to music, I listen to it differently. Um, first, I put on my producer ears. I listen to the beat. And then secondly, I put on my mixing engineer ears, you know, my mixing engineer ears, and I listen to the sonics, and I listen to the use of effects, and I listen to the panning, and I listen to, um, you know, if they doubled up on the verses, if they quad-tracked some of the hooks, um, are they using ad-libs and how they're using them, are they panning them left and right, are they hitting them ad-libs straight down the middle, are they applying delay throws on these ad-libs, all kinds of 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 shit that I listen for as an engineer, um, because um, I want to, you know, um, you know, you want to imitate what's hot, right? I mean, we all want to learn and see what the pros are doing, and that's one of the ways so that we do that. And so that's how I listen to music. And usually, the last thing I listen to is lyric and lyrical content. Uh, I, I've always been like that ever since I could remember. Even with listening to rock music, I listen to the music first. Um, and then I'll start breaking down the lyrical content. But um, the weekend's new album, My Dear Melancholy, um, amazing in the with the use of reverbs and delays. And I'll even go to say that they threw some reverb on a ma- on on the master bus on some of those tracks. Who knows? Maybe all of them. Now, I don't think all of them, but on some of those tracks, 
it seems like they threw some uh, they threw a reverb effect on that master bus because you can hear some of the 808s they have a little reverb on them as well as the other instruments and what amazes me with with the use of reverb on that that album is that it's clean like nothing's really clashing you know any any asshole mixer can you know throw reverb on a bunch of tracks right and be like yeah it's the sounds like the weekend it's like no man this shit sounds dirty as fuck cuz i've done it you know, you just slap some random fucking reverb on a on a vocal and then on a snare and a in a eight oh eight or maybe you use the same plate reverb or the same hall reverb on all the shit, you know, and you got the same send levels and nothing's panned out and you know, it's all straight down the middle or whatever and it sounds like ass. Like the reverb on that record, man, and the delays, like they just sound clean and it just sounds perfected and so whoever the engineers were on that record i haven't looked it up yet um but wow you know i applaud you i applaud you little golf clap there little golf clap so yeah those are some things i wanted to talk about um this is episode six the hangover my voice is a little coarse a little coarse did a lot of throwing up on saturday um i've been drinking like a shit ton of gatorade um my body's still in like hangover recovery mode I had a nice dinner, got some salami me tonight, had a little beef sandwich with some fries, um, and yeah, tomorrow morning I got work, my day job calls me at 6.30 in the morning, I'm gonna get up, I'm maybe have a little breakfast, some cocoa puffs if my kids didn't eat them all, and uh, you know, a little splash of milk, get my morning coffee from Speedway, and I'll be back on my normal grind, and my body will be uh, fully nourished with its daily uh nutritional intake i don't know if i sound like a jag but uh yeah so that's that um i got some good reviews on the last episode i appreciate that it's gonna help me keep it's gonna help keep me going with this um so i just want to say please subscribe to this rate and review it it's the only way i know people are listening um and i hope you're rocking with me um because i want to rock with you and uh i want to grow this with you guys so producers, creatives, my buddies, hit me up. Throw me some music. Throw me some beats. I'll play it on here. Um, if you want to come on and be a guest, we'll figure something out via Skype, uh, through a phone call or whatever. Let's do it. And I'm excited with this new interface. I think I can actually set up my uh, um, online broadcasting system I downloaded for the uh, live streaming, for the split screen with the video games and shit You know that guys use. Um, I tried to run it with my complete audio six and I had a problem running, um, setting up my sound card as like an aggregate. Um, what do you call it? An aggregate on a iMac. I'm pretty new at that, but, uh, try to set it up to where you can hear the, uh, the audio from my DAW and me talking at the same time. And so I can make beats on the fly, make beats live. I'm going to start fucking with that once I can get this interface, um, set up and see if it works properly. I think it will now. Um, because of this focus right control that that comes with it i think it'd be a lot easier to do that way um and i think it's just compatible for that so um thanks again for listening this is derek dirsch with the 10k music podcast happy creating